You're listening to episode 50 of The Marketer's Mindset with Brian Burkhardt. Welcome back to The Marketer's Mindset, the podcast where we talk about how to create and sustain a powerful mindset to help you build a successful online business and lead a happy and abundant life. Guys and girls, I'm excited to say that today is the 50th episode of The Marketer's Mindset podcast. Now, I know compared to... Thank you. Thank you. There's my guest, our mystery guest in the background clapping. Now, I know compared to John Lee Dumas, Tim Ferriss... Lewis Howes, Tom Bill, you guys like that, it doesn't seem like anything. I mean, those guys have thousands of podcasts. But when you start looking at it, there's a lot that goes into these shows. Getting guests, producing content, editing your audios. There's a lot that go into it. And most podcasters don't even make it past their very first episode. And even fewer numbers make it past five episodes. So I'm excited to continue to bring and share awesome content with you guys through research, stuff that I'm learning, and bringing on amazing guests like the one I have today. So it seems really fitting for the guy that I'm going to introduce today on our show here because this is 50 episodes. Like I said, it takes perseverance, time to go through it, and this is just perfect for who I'm going to be talking about today. I became aware of this guy a few months ago from a mutual friend, Anthony Aries, uh, who appeared on this show actually in episode 41. So I want to give a big shout out to Anthony for sharing Joe and his wisdom with me. So after meeting today's guest through one of Anthony's uh, Facebook uh, groups that he has, I started watching this guy's Facebook videos that he kept posting. And I went back to one of his very first videos back in February of 2016, where he was talking about having a local business with his wife and how they went through a a nasty divorce and, and he lost his business and lost everything. And in that video, he claimed right there that he was going to start a brand new business. He was going to document that journey, which he called going from zero to hero and building a $100,000 business in 12 months. Now, he says he's been an entrepreneur for over 20 years. And in that time, he said he's failed more than most people have. And he's kept pushing forward despite all the naysayers, whom some of them were even family members who were telling them that he's not good enough. Well, I'm happy to say that the story of this guy's journey has a happy and an inspiring ending, which we'll be talking about today. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Joe Barnes. Joe, how are you, bud? Well, I'm doing fantastic. Wow. Thank you for that uh, that, that introduction. It, it, it gave me chills. It gave me chills. No, I, I was excited <laughs> going through. And, and, and like I said, with Anthony, you know, he's got some great Facebook groups and he introduced you. I guess you yeah. guys met a while back at a at a conference and hit it off, and uh, yes, and yes. you're building a business. I understand with your cousin, is that correct? We yes, um, my cousin. Well, actually, you're going to laugh at this. My co- well, it's my cousin, myself, and now um, Anthony Aries. We became business partners. We're getting ready to uh, excuse me launch a uh, well. We're actually launching today. A, um, a consulting company, and th- there's so much irony in what's going on with this uh, podcast today because uh, with really uh, everything that's coming out, 
is this it's it's mindset it's mindset and this is one of the biggest things with consulting and that we talk about uh when we get on the phone with people and and it's about getting past you know getting past these these fears uh getting past any kind of issues it's 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 i'm telling you brian it's almost 90 percent mindset 99 i'd say you know it's it's just completely turning your 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 thinking around i'm glad you said that because that's what i believe too i think it's so important and it's way up there and, and that's one of the things i was going to ask you is how important you thought you know mindset was so now that we know that oh. you believe it's 99 percent, joe you know of everything on there um, mm-hmm. kind of walk me through you know what was it like on that journey that you were saying you were going from zero to hero and you set that 12 month goal and what i loved about it is you did it public you know you had the confidence yes. in yourself yes. to say you know what i'm going to go through this i am an entrepreneur and and one of the things you said in there that uh, you have a very entrepreneurial mindset what does that mean to you by when you say that what does that mean it, well for me an, an entrepreneurial mindset is is loving failure I, I, I love to fail because I'm, I'm going to tell you, Brian, I wake up in the morning. I have 1000 phenomenal ideas a day. When I wake up in the morning, my mind is just going. But what I know is 999.5 of those ideas are going to fail. But it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop me because I know that that, that there's going to be that one little it's almost like like taking a course or listening to a podcast. You know, we we sit there for hours, but it's it just might be that one little takeaway that we get out of all these hours that we put into you know our day. It's just that one little takeaway that puts us to that next level. Um, that's that's really my my definition of an entrepreneurial mindset is you have to face facts, you are going to fail. And I faced that fact a long time ago that it, that I knew that if I was going to be successful one day, that I was going to have to fail a boatload before I was going to become successful. And, and that was basically it. So I had to come to grips with failure was okay. It's okay. No matter what anybody said to me, it was good. So, and I take it there's my definition. That's great, and, and I love how you stress the fact on failure because, and and that's what I like to touch on the show, Joe. Is I like to go over when people share stories and, and their journey and stuff. Like we're going to be talking about yours today. I want to focus more on the failures, and not so much as that you failed, but the point that you overcame it, you learned the lessons, and their mindset around it, and. I like how you shared that you you came to grips with failure is a part of it. It is the process. Not everything is going to work, but there are nuggets and there's things that I'm going to do that for all the failures I have, that one thing is going to work 10 times. It's going to be exponential. Yes. You know? yes. So how long did yes. it take you to get to that point where you were accepting failure? Was that something that you kind of had growing up well, and you had that kind <laughs> of attitude or did it take you a long time to get to that point? Oh, for God's sakes, no. Right? Um when, when, and I, I, I've got, I've got kind of a, a weird background as far as my, you know, childhood. I, I'm not going to kid you. I, I, I kind of grew up with a silver spoon in my mouth. Um, 
by the time I was 18, I was ready to take on the world. And I just figured I could do it no problem. Uh, I had a family that uh, that owned a a, a, a a pretty large, it's a worldwide business. And I figured I was going to work there the rest of my life. I was kind of fed that this, it was fed to me that this would all be mine one day. And at the time I was 18 and I got out of high school and I went to work for them. And I realized within six months that there was no way I could do that for the rest of my life because I would watch my family members, how successful they were. And I think to the point, just because, you know, they've been there for a while, I said, well, I want to be that successful now. And it was a huge disappointment when I started working. And I, at the time, I was only making five twenty-five an hour. Oh, wow. And, and, and right, so this is going back a few years. Um, I ended up working there probably for about seven years and hating every day of it until I got to the point till I finally just, I had to quit. I had to be done with it. And during that time, I just, I knew sales, sales was my thing. Sales was kind of my, my game. I wanted to get into, I saw other family members, they did car sales. And I thought, oh, it, it was like, like they were my shiny object. And, uh, but again, they had this, all this time in, in it, that they put into it and they were successful at it. And I couldn't, I couldn't figure out at the time why they were so successful because I'm going, well, I'm just as good as you at talking. I can close somebody too. And I got into car sales and I failed and didn't make any money. Couldn't put food on my table. And, and for 20 years, that was the, my, my story, I would get into some kind of sales thing and I would do well at it. And like in the mortgage industry, um, did very well in the mortgage industry, but what happened there, you know, 2008, we all failed, we all failed and we had to come back out of it. And it, it was, it was a sink or swim time then. So it was always this constant repetition And it wasn't until, I'll be honest with you, recently, and I'll say within the past three years, four years, it's been recent that I realized that failure is a part of this process. It's, are you going to continue to get back up? And are you going to continue to get back up? And are you going to continue to fight through it? And I'll be honest, I I think within the past two years, and, and I have... Uh, uh, small children, uh, the past two years, when I was watching my daughter learn how to walk, I realized one thing that if she fell, she would just get back up. She was never told that it's okay to fall. She was never told that it's a bad thing to fall. She instinctively, if she fell, she would just get back up. Yeah. So there has been there has been some point along the along the game where we've had outside influences tell us if we fail, well, you know what, just go back to doing what you were doing. You you you're never going to make it at that. And we get that into our head, and we say to ourselves, well, you know what, maybe they're right. 
Maybe I'm not going to make it. Maybe I'm not going to be successful or as successful as I want to be. So I'm just going to do what? Quit. My two, my, my one-year-old daughter, she never quit. She never quit trying to walk until she finally succeeded at it. Then right. she started to do what? She started to run. Then now she runs. Now she's, uh, you know, in the house. She's a ballerina now. You know, so it, she, <laughs> it's just... It's, it's amazing to see the process, but no one ever told her when she fell that she failed. So, and that's the thing. We, Kids just yeah. do it, you know? They so yeah. I love what you just said there. And so take me through now, Joe, when you are an adult now, so you're, you're past the kid's age, and you do have people pointing a finger, even family members telling family. you maybe you're not good enough or go yeah. get a J-O-B, which I heard you say yeah. in one of your videos telling you, and you were like, yes. I need that. Like yeah. I need a hole in my head, man. Yes. Yeah. How, what was your mindset? How do you get past when everybody's telling you you're not good enough? You don't have <laughs> what it takes. Go get a job, quit dreaming. What do you tell yourself or what process did you go through or books you read, what was it that helped you get through it and, and get that belief in yourself to keep pursuing yeah. forward after the failures? That's just a great question. And it's very simple for me. I know, here's what I know. Um, and, and this can be a perfect example. I discovered that, right. I wanted to make a million dollars. My, my truthful goal is to be a millionaire, to make millions of dollars. And, and that's all our goals and dreams. And we always say that if I can just make a million dollars, everything will be good. Well, what I discovered was I can't talk to my neighbor about making a million dollars because they don't understand it. I can't talk to my family members about making a million dollars because they've never done it. I can't talk to my brother. I can't talk to my sister. I can't talk to my father because they've never done it. But for some of us out there, we have it again, instinctively inside of us, knowing that we want more to life than what we have. We know we're going to have to struggle. We know it's going to be hard. But the people that surround us, they've, they've succumbed to whatever life has given them and they gave up. Where I really discovered is I have to hang around people with the same mindset as me. I have to hang around, you know, and I'll bring up Anthony Aries. Um, I have to hang around the Anthony Aries because if I say, Anthony, I want to make, I want to make $10 million this year, Anthony. His first question to me right back is going to be, awesome, let's do it, right? What's your game plan and how are we going to get there? Rather than say, well, you're dreaming, well, this, right? We start putting a plan in motion. So what I had to do, and I know this is going to be a hard, hard for a lot of people, is here you got to separate yourself from those that don't do it. You, I had to separate myself, and this is – this is why um, I, I partnered up with my cousin, Jason. Um, I partnered up with him. He's very, he was very, um, he's got a master's degree. He's got everything, right? He, he, he has a great, or has had a great job, I should say. Had a great job. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, now he's writing the entrepreneurial thing as I am. But at the time he had a great job, but he was all, has always had that same mindset. I want to make a million dollars. And when he tell me a plan, I'd look at him and go, awesome, let's do it. 
whether it worked or whether it didn't work, right, we would attempt it. Get somebody who doesn't have that same mindset as you to try to attempt it with you. It's never going to happen. But get somebody with that same mindset. And, and some people call it dreams. Some people call it, oh, you're just daydreaming. You're just chasing the shiny object. Where no, I'm just wired differently than most people out there. And that's really what separates the entrepreneurs from the people who go to work every day, who have a job, who 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 just who have have fell, um, they really fell and succumbed to. They're happy with their life, even though they want more. They've just accepted what has been given to them, and they won't try anymore. We, on the other hand, we did we kept trying into. I mean. My cousin and I, Jason, we lost $300,000 one time. Um, wow. we, thought, we thought we were going to be um, penny stock millionaires. So we took everything we had and we started educating ourselves on penny stock and started doing this and doing that and everything else. And, and we ended up losing $300,000 total. It didn't stop us yeah. from, we didn't talk for about a year, but- once we started talking again, it was, it was definitely some uh, heated debates there. But once we started talking again, it didn't stop us from still wanting to achieve success after that. That failure didn't stop us. He came to me with an idea and I looked at him and I said, great, let's do it. Because I, I understood it and I said, let's do this. And all our family members that we talked to said the same thing. Well, that's crazy. There ain't no way. You're not going to do it. And as you see, my journey with my initial, uh, my that initial zero to hero had put me, um, it, that, was, that was the start of that business venture. And that's been a couple of years now. And we've achieved well over a million dollars. And we've made, wow. we've made people millionaires. So... We definitely, you know, that was, it was just who I hung around with. It was, it, it was who you are, the company you keep, you know, and, and that was really it. That was really it. No, and I think what you said is huge though. I mean, a lot of people say that, you know, it's the five people that yes. you hang yeah. around with and all that. And, and I talked, uh, my last episode with, uh, Andrea Waltz mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she was a co-author, her and her husband wrote the sales book, Go For No. I don't know if you ever heard of it or anything, but we talked about it and I, I talked about cliches and stuff. And I said, I was going to create a meme because the cliche, cliche, I was going to say it was just a, a fancy term for the truth because <laughs> the reason people always preface, oh, it's so cliche, but it's because it's a, it's a truth. It's a truth. And it so it's cliche to hear, oh, you're the five people, but it's true. That's, right. That's why people say it. And it's so important. And that's what I try to accomplish. One of the things with this podcast is to bring on people like you to sometimes, you know, there's a lot of similarities, mm -hmm. what you're going to share some of the knowledge, but there's other golden nuggets that you don't have. But sometimes the things you share, wow, the way Joe said that and the way he incorporated with his story, it clicked with me now. Right. I really do need to start. You know what I mean? Right. So right. these things need to be repeated over and over until people start taking action on them and yeah. applying it. Yeah. And then they'll start seeing these results. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 
One of the things I think that I took out of there too, Joe, is that you had a big why. You had a big audacious goal that Mm -hmm. I think started you on that path. You had that millionaire thing. So you were willing to try different things to to still uh, get to that. So I think if people don't have that North Star or that big audacious audacious goal that they want to go for – you know, it's so easy to give up. It there. is. You it know, is. The, what, what is that? Why? Well, I mean, for me at this point in my game, obviously I'm a little bit, um, uh, you know, I'm a little bit old. I'll say seasoned. I'm more seasoned. Um, you know, I've got the gray hair. I've got the, you know, I've got the gray beard. So uh, at this point in the game, my why is my children. What am I going to leave them for my legacy? And yes. that is my ultimate goal. What is my legacy to my children going to be? Now, this I'll, I'll, I'll kind of revert this back to um, there was this family owned business and my grandfather v- dominated this industry and made millions of dollars and he left money to everybody. I'm going to tell you, I blew all my money, but in the end, right. And, and I know most people out there, well, if somebody left me money, well, let me tell you, if somebody leaves you money, Guarantee you're going to blow it because you didn't earn it. Um, yes. In, in the end, in the end, what my he was, regardless of his life, and I think I really, I really, the he was married and divorced so many times, and and just you know he didn't hang around anybody. I I admired him for his persistence. I admired him, and I looked up to him because he was able to leave a legacy for his family. And that to me, I think is more prestigious than anything else in the world. Whereas now I'm, I'm at that age, I'm 47. And I look at that and, and I have two adult children and I have two toddlers. So I decided to do all this over again, but I'm saying to myself, what am I going to leave for my children or how am I going to change their life? My adult children have always listened to me go, once dad makes it, I promise to do this. That's been a 20-year journey for them. Right. My younger children will never see that suffering. My older children now, right, I help them out in ways that I can help them out. Um, it's it's not uncommon. I mean, I just, for Christmas, I got a phone call from my um from my youngest daughter, well, my youngest daughter from my first marriage, who is 24 years old and says, dad, I know what you can get me for Christmas. I said, what's that? She says a plane ticket. I said, okay, when are you leaving? When are you going? She goes, no, I ran out of money in such and such state. I need a plane ticket now to get back home. And I started laughing, you know, and and I said, no, I said, no problem here. You know, here I got you covered. They went through this journey with me of the promises, and now they've seen the struggles. I want to be able to do for them now. My toddlers will see me in a different perspective, that dad has it, that they won't see the struggles that I went through. So what am I going to be able to leave them and teach them about this journey that I went through, you know, or that they're going to see for the next 18 to 20 years of a, of a better um, position I am in my life. What am I going to be able to teach them is, is how to 
I guess how to be more of an entrepreneur and and listen to uh, listen to me as far as you know it's always struggle it's okay to fail right you you you're a great person you're this you're that there are affirmations in the morning I want to be able to leave something for them I want to be able to change my life for them now whereas a lot of these. 20-something-year-olds, they come in and they go, well, I want that fast car and I want this big house and I want, they're thinking about, you know, how can I spend the money? Whereas I'm thinking, how can I leave it for somebody? And that's where I'm at. Right. And that's powerful. Yeah. That's where I'm at. And that's my drive. That's been my, that's been my drive for about the past five years is what can I leave for them? And to make to give them an easier life, and that you know, what do we want to teach our children? We we want them to have a good life, but what do we want to teach them? Is is you're going to have to work for it, but it's okay. Working for it is okay. Struggling for it is okay, but don't give up on it. Don't give up on whatever your dream, your goal, your desire is to get there. And in the end, when Dad leaves this crazy planet, maybe he'll leave you a couple bucks and go spend it and have fun and call it a day, you know. But but remember, it's not going to last you forever. So hopefully, whatever I teach you between now and then, you'll create something that you'll be able to carry on with you for the rest of your life. So yeah, that's it. That's my desire. That's my goal. No, I love it. And I love how it's evolved, Joe, from, you know, hey, starting out, I want to be a millionaire. Now, oh. as you said, we're, we're both a little more seasoned. I'm actually yeah. older than you. I'm, oh. I'm going to be 52 this okay. June. So Okay. Okay. Um, so it's like your goals evolve and yes. you still have it, but it's something as you mature and you learn and you get more knowledge and experience, those are change yeah. and, and it's okay to change. It's good to change it. You don't want to stay stagnant. So now you've got even a, a bigger more purposeful goal, I would say. And I think part of the goal from what I got from it, which I think is going to be so valuable to your children is now you can help your kids that were there through the struggles. Like you said, Hey, you need a plane ticket. You get that gratification that not a problem. Dad can write the check. He can transfer the money, whatever it is. I can do that. Now you've seen me. And with your younger children, let me teach you these principles, these concepts yes. of how I got here. Yeah. You're seeing the fruits of it, but let me teach you. So like you said, later on, you got a few bucks from dad. Hey, I can spend it and enjoy it. But you know what? I'm not going to rely on that because dad taught me yeah. how to create something, how to provide value in the world yeah. and make my own way through the world, yeah. which I think is going to be a huge lesson for them. Yeah, Brian, I mean, it, it's really, it's it's a true rich dad, poor dad type situation, you know, and, 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 uh, I'm not a big book reader. There's only a few books that I've read in my life, that being one of them. And and that's the one thing is regardless of what I had. And and again, like I go to the toy store with the kids and I'm just as much of a kid in the toy store as they are. I'm probably buying more toys for myself as, as, as they are. But in the end, right. right. It's real still, still really, they're still a little young to, to be taught this lesson, but I still want to be able to teach them that, Look, it's 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 you're going to you're going to have you've got the genetics and, and I think a lot of this is genetics. You've got the genetics. I want you to realize, though, that you will always be able to succeed as long as you keep your your focus. Don't 
get on the shiny objects. You know, these are all the life lessons that I've learned along the way over the past 20 years. My older kids, they've seen the struggle. They know that the struggle was there, but they know now they're in a good point in their life. But they know now that dad is now there for them if they do need something or to send them on a vacation or or to fly them down to me. They don't, you know, it's it's all still do for them, but I do for them in a different way. So, yeah. Wow, that's great. Now, you mentioned shiny objects, and I want to circle back to mm. that in a second. Mm. But before we do, you said you, you don't read a lot of books and you haven't. Are there, other than Rich Dad, Poor Dad, is there any book oh, or two that, that stood yeah. out that really made an impact and you think has my, contributed to your mindset? Absolutely. Um, well, my um, the, the, uh, John, John C. Maxwell's um, 21 Laws to Irrefutable uh, Leadership or Ir- 21 Laws to Leadership, whatever, that, that was like the biggest, most impactful book that I have ever read and, and like, I haven't read it in probably 10 years, but, and I probably handle a reread right now, but in the end, that book really guided me to understand leadership and understand what it took for leadership. Um, it didn't so much as keep me focused, but it made me understand, made me be able to stand back and look at my situation from a, from an, uh, 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 a third, almost a third party kind of view uh, uh, to be my own conscientious objector, to be able to look at my life, to look at my business, to look at whatever it was that I needed um, to be able to get myself to the next level. And a good example of this was when most recently, when I lost this business with my wife, it, she kept the business. I was the one, though, doing the marketing, doing the um getting the clients, but I was also the one trying to manage her and telling her that, look, for us to expand our business, we need to do this, this, and this. And there was always that battle or that struggle there because she didn't want to let go of those um, chores or duties within her business. And in the end, I think that was the biggest like butting heads of it. And we just found ourselves that we couldn't get to another level and that's where, you know, that's where it just kind of kept, we kept button heads, button heads. It's, it's, there's just, to me, it's leadership. Now, if it comes to mindset stuff, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, like I, I, I'll say two things to this, two things to this. Somebody can watch, um, a, in, I'll call it a motivational video. I can go on YouTube and watch motivational videos all day long. It's going to do one of two things to me. It's going to either inspire me, which is going to give me the warm fuzzies. Oh, I feel inspired. Oh, I, you know, it gives me the warm fuzzies and I want to do that. And then by the end of the day, they forget about the video. Then there's going to be the person that's motivated by it. The motivation is that person that it gets it in there. And this is what it did for me. It got into my head. Once it got into my head, I didn't just watch it and listen to it. I lived it. It kicked. There you it, key. It just kicked, mentioned the key yes, point. Yes. It kicked my ass. Right. I lived it. And right. We all know the quote. You have to want it more than you want your next breath. I lived it. I would go down to the ocean. 
I would stand knee deep in the water in the ocean. And I would repeat that over and over in my head. I have to want it more than my next breath. I would put myself into that position, that position. I would feel the water. I would, right. This is right. We're talking about getting your mind into the right place. Well, look, I can watch YouTube videos all day long. They're very easy. I can read a book. It's easy. You have to live it. Put yourself in that position. Want it so bad that you are willing to do anything. Was I willing to walk out so deep and dunk myself and hold myself under that water until I couldn't breathe anymore and then come up for that breath of air and then know in my head, program myself to know that my success I wanted as much as that next breath. I felt the water on my knees and on my feet. That's the difference between motivation and inspiration. How many of your listeners have actually done that? My question to them. There you go. Yes, that is so powerful. I mean, if you got a pool, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I know it's freezing depending on where you're right. at in the country, but if you got a pool, I suggest you do that mm-hmm. because you're actually experiencing it. I mean, yeah. visualizing and trying to get into emotion is very powerful, but yeah. to actually be able to do it physically yeah. and really know what that feels like. Now that's just, that's huge, I, huge. I did, I did it constantly, Brian. I did it constantly. So it was never that zero to hero, that six months, um, you know, saying zero to hero within 12 months to make a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to tell you right now, within that 12 months I made, um, within three months I was making, and it was revenue. I was making $30,000 a month from zero to $30,000 a month within three months. The other nine months, what, nine times three, 27. So I made, I actually made $270,000 in revenue. My business made $270,000 in revenue. I quit my job 30 days after I got our business up and running. I quit my job. I gave my workplace a 60 day notice. And I said, on this day, I quit. So I didn't, right. And now we're going back to, right. If you have a plan B plan, a never works. Right. I got rid of my plan, right. I got rid of my plan B. I said, I gave myself a date. How many people out there are running a business right now? You know, any of your listeners, are you running a business and it's kind of a part-time gig? You're not putting a hundred percent into it. You're not, you're not focused. You're going, eh, I'm, you know, if it doesn't do good, I'm okay. If it doesn't do good, I'm okay because I can fall back on my plan B, which my plan B is my job. My plan B is, is this is paying my bills. This business that I'm trying to get up off the ground is really just, it's kind of extra income, which is nice. But how many of your listeners out there said, you know what? I'm giving my job a 60-day notice. I better either, and pardon my language, sometimes I can be brash, I better shit or get off the pot. I'm giving myself yes. 60 days to do this. And crazy enough, two weeks before my 60 days was up and I gave the company my 60, you know, I gave him my 60 days, two weeks, my manager came up to me. He goes, are you really quitting? I said, yeah. 
I said, absolutely. He goes, are you, are you really making this kind of money online? I said, yeah, absolutely. He goes, no, you're just, you're right. And, and I was good at what I did. And he's right. It got into this, this discussion. And I just told him, I said, look, man, I said, this was only my plan B. And I said, I had to get rid of my plan B for my plan A to really work. And I said, I can't, I said, I can't, I said, I can't focus a hundred percent on what I truly desire unless I quit this job. Once I quit that job again, we were, we were hit with, I mean, just brick wall after brick wall, even though the business was running and making $30,000 a month, brick wall after brick wall was what we were running into. But being I could put 100% into it, I could overcome that obstacle within a 24 to 48 hour period and we were back on track. So I would have never been able to do that if my plan B was there because I would have said, uh, I'll let it slide a couple weeks. I'll be okay. I didn't make it. I didn't. Yeah, yeah that, that was it. That was it. That's that's huge, Joe. What you just said there, though, putting putting a date on it. Yeah. Like you said, it, it, it turned it from... Well, it didn't turn it for you because I, I know you focused on this more. But but for the listeners, if you if you're doing something on the side, like Joe is saying, you're trying to build a business. If you're not putting a date on it, and and regardless if you hit that date or not, yeah. you need to still pursue. But but if you put a date on it, you're changing that from a hobby <laughs> to a, a goal. You're changing it to a serious yeah. goal, wouldn't you say you're so? Put, you're, you know you're you're that's you're you're claiming that's it. A big intention, and you're also though, you're 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 instilling that confidence in yourself. You, the way you you came across was so confident, like yes, this is what I'm doing. I am quitting on this date, yeah. and you didn't hem and no. haw. You were confident, no. in, and that is so powerful. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, the difference between those motivational videos is. Someone will listen to it. They'll be inspired. Oh, if I don't have a, if I don't have a plan A or plan B, plan A, you know, if I have a plan B, plan A will never work. Well, if you have a plan B, just put a date on it. Quit. Just that's it. That's it. You you and and, and if you right and and like you said, if you don't meet that date, right, which is fine, right. Don't be. Don't go. Oh, it's never going to happen. But. I gave, right, I put myself in a position to where I had to motivate myself. I didn't get inspired yes. by anything. I had to, I, I didn't have the money for a consultant. I didn't have the money to be coached. I didn't know any other millionaires in the, in the space. I had to do this myself. I put that date on it and I had to motivate myself, which goes right back to your mindset goes right back to your mindset. Right. So now was this building the, the e-com business? Is that what, what yes. that was when you're doing that 12 yes. month journey? Yes. Okay. So how, what did you do to learn? Were you watching YouTube videos? Were you just a lot of trial was, and error? <laughs> what were you doing to build that knowledge? Oh my. <laughs> Whole other oh show my. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll really nutshell this again. My cousin, Jason, we started the business. Um, we watched a video and and I'm not going to mention company. We saw a video and a test. It was a testimonial video and it was rainbows and unicorns in this testimonial video. <laughs> but I understood the concept and I said, we can do this. And he understood the concept. We could do this. 
The problem was it wasn't rainbows and unicorns. It, it, no matter how you tried to do it, it wasn't rainbows and unicorns. We literally figured it out for ourselves to the point that we got so good at it that we're able to teach other people how to do it. And again, one of our, our star students within 12 months went from zero to just a little bit under $3 million doing the, to wow. doing the same exact thing. And really? zero to $3 million. But the beauty of it was he had no hiccups because we really laid it out for him and said, this is what you have to do. This is the obstacle you're going to come up in. This is how you address this obstacle, so on and so forth. It wasn't a testimonial video of rainbows, unicorns, and this is so easy. It was, you're going to work hard. This is the this is going to happen. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to have set up. We were, we're, we're, we're probably looked down upon in the industry because we are one of the most truthful marketers out there. I don't sell dreams. I sell hard work. And if you're not willing to put in hard work with me, I don't want to work with you just to take your money. I don't, I don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. I want to make people successful. And with success, you're, uh, this is, I'll often say this, if, if you come play in my stadium, just because you showed up, you're not going to get a trophy. You're not going to get a trophy just yes. because you came into my stadium to play. I don't care. You're going to hate me. You're going to get mad at me. You're going to sweat. You're going to, right? You're going to get bruised. You're going to bleed. But in the end, I am going to change your life. And that's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. Yeah, it's so powerful. <laughs> and, and, and I got that from watching your videos and stuff, Joe. And, and that's one of the things I want to commend. And I want the listeners, I mean, we're going to give you Joe's details at the end of the show here, and they'll be in the show notes, how to get in touch with them and stuff. But trust me, follow this guy. He gives so much value in his free videos because Joe, even though he comes across as he's telling you, he's not going to fluff it. It's going to be hard. You're not going to like him at times because Joe's a no BS guy. He's going to tell it like it is. He's going to tell you what it really takes to be successful. He's not going to make it seem all glamorous. And then you try it and it doesn't work out with all the unicorns and rainbows, like he said. And you give up because, well, that's not what you told me. No, Joe's going to tell you what it's really like. You're going to know it. So when you hit those obstacles or you come to that challenge, Joe's already told me. He's not BSing. But he's getting so much value because he cares. He wants you to succeed. He is not being selfish. He lives in a world, a belief yeah. of abundance yeah. like I do. Yeah. That you don't have to worry about sharing your stuff. Because, one, most of the time we know people aren't going to yeah. take action on it anyways. You could give them a complete A to Z for free, and they'll be like you said on watching those videos. <laughs> yeah, I got kind of excited for a bit. Yep. But they're not going to yep. do it and follow yep. through. But Joe gives it because he knows there are people that are going to take that and they're going to benefit from it. And then they can pursue their relationship with yeah, him and get into absolutely. further, um, whatever, you know, things that he has. But he cares and he wants you to succeed. And I just love the just so much you share. I mean, I've got so much from your videos. I've taken notes because I myself got into the e-com yeah. through Anthony. And that's basically how yeah. I, I followed yeah. with you. So, um, I mean, I've just 
applied certain things that you've given for free that have made a difference. So it's just I'm, so I'm, important. I'm going to tell you right now, Brian, I can tell you right now, there's no secrets. There, there's no secrets. Too many people that, right? And, and if somebody's going to give me, uh, give me a secret, I can guarantee it's not going to, it's not going to take me from making 10,000 a month to 100,000 a month. It's, it's just not going to do it. Um, I did, and again, some of my videos can be very brash. I can go off and I get my rants going. And, and I think I've got, I'm not, I'm no Gary Vaynerchuk, but there's just sometimes that it just, but I go boom and I explode and and I look at people and I'm going, your reason for your lack of success is because your lack of focus and that's your mindset because you can't stay focused enough for to get through what it's not gonna happen overnight. I and I, and and people go, right. well, you got lucky. I said no. I said that was preparation and determination that met, and that is why. I was I was started making money. I'll tell you this though, right now, my first year we made two hundred and seventy thousand dollars in revenue. With that, after paying my bill, and my bills were very little. After paying my bills and ad spend and everything else, our company profited seven thousand dollars. That that was it, and my wow. bills were. I was still, I, I literally, my, like my bills were a couple thousand. I was sleeping on a couch, didn't have a car. I mean, literally, I'm the story. I didn't have a car, sleeping on a couch, right. paying rent for $100 a week, just trying to make it happen. And I know as, as great as it looked of saying, hey, within my first year of my online business, making $270,000, what after the business expenses, I'm just going, wow, we really didn't make, you know, ad spend and everything else. And and that learning curve that we had to go through because we didn't have the money to buy every Tom, Dick and Harry's course out there to learn things. We end, you know, we just ended up we were breaking even. But. I never gave up for the fact that, I, I mean, even though I was paying my bills, I wasn't getting rich. I still didn't give up knowing that we really weren't making any money. That was still the determination there. And there were times where I told my partner, look, bro, we either turned this around this weekend. And there was one time we turned this around this weekend or we closed the business down. And somehow within 24 hours, we'd come up. And we'd start making money again because we were pulling money out of our pocket. And that was, that's the, you know, and that wow. was the bad thing because we're going, why are all these people, we couldn't understand why all these were people were going, oh, look at my money, look at my money. And then going, well, wait a second, this is working for us, but we're not making any money. Well, there was a lot of things we didn't know. And it was like you said, through that trial and error. And when we finally got past we said, oh, you know, when we quit following the rainbows and the unicorns, we said, oh, it's because you got to do this. They didn't tell you that. Or you got to do this. They didn't fill me in on that. Right. right. And now all of a sudden after that, we were just like, oh, now it's much easier. Now we get it. Now we understand it. So that's that was that was that road right there. And again, we didn't give up just because, you know, the company didn't make any money. We were persistent. We were on goal. We, I mean, and again, like 
like for us, we were we're not mad, but like our one star, our star protege, you know, within the first twelve months, making three almost three million dollars at 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 like a thirty seven percent profit. We're looking, we're looking, going. Wow, we gave this guy too much information. You know, <laughs> and, and I'm just going. This guy within twelve months did this, but yet we struggled. And I, and but I said it was worth it. It was worth it because we, you know, we were we were able to change right. somebody's life, and and we changed a lot of people's lives. But in the end, right, we really we really realized again going back, like you said, you know, you'll watch my videos. Sometimes I do get brash. Sometimes I ramble on, but if there's something that you can take away from it, awesome. I, again, I'm not a Gary Vaynerchuk, but everybody else, everybody out there knows what they have to do. You guys know what you have to do. You just got to do it. You just got to do it. So, yeah. Yep. What I love, Joe, is that you are a Joe Barnes, though. <laughs> True and yes. through, bud. Yes. You're yourself. You are yourself. You don't need to be a Gary Vaynerchuk. You need to be a Joe Barnes, and that's what you do. You come through very authentic, very passionate. And I've seen some of your rants where you're out on the balcony. Oh, oh my God. Up there. And you're talking, and I loved it. I was just like, oh, man, this is is great because you're just coming through with passion, and you're just telling people – None of the fluff, what it, no. what it comes down to, you know, no. there's too many people fluffing it up and they think I'm not going to make any sales if I don't tell them that, you know, if I start telling the truth. And to me, it's yeah. no man, be, yeah. be up front and like, yeah. you're going to have true followers. You're going to have people that are going to listen to you because you're telling them the truth. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. You know, I want to yes. circle back. Like we said about shiny objects. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. How, how does it, because so many people, especially in the online market and my audience, how do they avoid the ton of emails that show up saying, get into Bitcoin, get into cryptocurrency, um, start an e-com, start an um, whatever, start doing local marketing. How do they choose, if you want to say, a valid pursuit that they want to do and avoid the shiny object syndrome? What have you done to keep you focused? To keep me focused? Well, first off, I'm, I'm, I'm totally against Bitcoin. You, you, the money was made between zero. I mean, people are making money on this cryptocurrency, which is great. My question to you is, if you're just getting into it, do you realize what you're going to have to learn and how long it is going to take you to learn it to become successful at it? So if you keep changing, right, a a, a true captain can navigates his ship before he ever leaves the dock. So if you're already navigated on one thing, you start taking off and you're on this course and then all of a sudden you change course, your navigation is all screwed up. So what people need to do is find one thing that they're truly passionate about. What are you truly passionate about? Be triple down, be so, and pardon my language again, but be so fucking good at it. Find that gap in the marketplace, plant your flag and the people will come. If you can, t- if you realize, if you understand the online marketing world, here's what happens. Somebody has planted their flag long time ago and has made their money. And by the time this is, this is so much bigger than what people realize. And they need to understand 
the social media networks and the analogies and everything and, and the psychology that's going on with social media. The flashing the money in, the flashing the money on their on their sites is only doing that to give you a dopamine rush. Now you're getting these little squirts of dopamine going, oh, maybe I can do this, maybe I can do that. And it's right, you've got you've got 20 different marketers out there telling you 20 different things, and they're flashing money in your face. Here's what they're doing. They're flashing your money in your face. That Lambo that they're driving should be your Lambo. That million dollar house that they're living in should be your million million dollar house. The ones, this is how I really feel about the online marketing world. The ones that are, are flashing this money in front of you are only trying to sell you a lifestyle. What my question is, I want to know how many people have they made have they created wealth for. Now, when you look at it like that, how many people have you created wealth for? That's the person that I wanted to, I want to follow. That's the person I don't want the guy that's bragging about his money because his money was only made by selling me. I want to look at the person that has made other people money. Now, do we flash or do I flash a little bit of of lifestyle into things that I do? Absolutely, because I have to let you know that, yeah, my life has changed. Jason's life has changed. And, And again, your good friend, mine, Anthony's. Anthony's life has changed, but we're still human beings. We're still people that work every day and we work pretty damn hard. I was up till three o'clock in the morning. I was right. And I woke up at seven. So I've and as soon as I woke up, I went right back to, I went right back to work doing things that I had to do. People want to believe that the lifestyle, the lifestyle is what you want, but you want to believe that it's easy you want to believe that, oh, it's push button. Oh, I don't have to do anything. Again, you're not the person I want to work with. You're the one who wants a trophy just for showing up. I can't work with somebody like that. I have to work with somebody who understands that if you want to run a million dollar plus a year business, you're going to have to work. It's not a push button business. It's not, I don't have to continue to educate myself. It's not, I'm not going to have employee. I got employees. I've got people I have to pay. I have people that depend on me. You have to come to that realization that those people flashing the money have a lot, especially if they're making some good money. And there's some ones out there making some good money. Those people out there have teams of people behind them. And that person is just a a front man. And all he's doing is knowing that the psychology of the social networks is to show you money. And by showing you money, it gives you a psychological thing going on in your head. And it's a dopamine rush. And that dopamine rush gets you off track. You have to fight. It's right. You have to fight that high. Again, find something you're passionate about. Triple down on it and be so good. 
so great at it. I promise you the world will come. It's the gap in the marketplace. Once you find that gap, the world will come. And by the time the world gets there, and then I'll use this term, bastardizes it and everybody starts copying it, you will have moved on. You will have made your money. People will have made your money around you. But now you're moving on to the next thing. That, right? And, and the, and the yeah. fidget spinner, and I call it the fidget spinner mentality. <laughs> it's the fidget spinner yeah. mentality, right? Everybody, all of a sudden, right? Maybe a, a dozen or two dozen people made money on the fidget spinner. Everybody saw it. It got bastardized. And then all of a sudden, what happens in the end, people are stuck with what? Oh, I bought thousands of sp fidget spinners at, at wholesale and I can't get rid of them. Well, guess what? Somebody planted their flag already. Somebody tripled down on what they were really good at. And then somebody just moved on. <laughs> it, that was it. That's it. Yeah. And, and I love it. You put, you just gave the audience just a clear path right there. Like you said, there are no secrets and you just gave them a couple steps there that if they follow that, they can avoid the shiny object syndrome that they keep having, and they can come out of the gates in 2018 and have a laser focus and pursue something, learn and get great yeah. at it. Yeah. You know, I think that's so, so, so powerful that they need to apply that. And one of the things I got to as a takeaway when you were talking about, uh, you know, figuring stuff out in the fidget spinner, a lot of people want to copy others and, what I love what you said going back earlier with you and Jason is when you saw that first video, you said, ah, you, you, you went past all mm -hmm. the fluff and you saw a concept and said, we can do it. And that's what people need to take away. Instead of copying the fidget spinner, you need to go, okay, what are the concepts yeah. here that made this yeah. work? Oh, they found something yeah. unique. They found this and they learned to tart. So they need to take away those things instead of just trying to copy somebody and not knowing all the psychology and the other details in it. And that's why you're going to fail and end up with a garage full of fidget exactly. spinners. Exactly. You know, because you're missing the whole point. You're trying to be a copycat instead of being original yeah. and taking concepts at work and applying it to here's, your thing. Here's, and, and I hope it, I want your listeners to, this is a huge takeaway for your listeners. God, I love to talk. I love to talk. Um, I love to, I love to, I can tell you've got some great right? stuff you're sharing. So here's here's what I'm going to tell your listeners. And, and this is, I'm going to keep, I'm going to give it the kiss. Um, keep it as simple as possible. Every X needs a Y. Every, uh, and, and this is every gun owner needs what? Gun oil. Every fisherman needs what? A lure. Those are, 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 are products that, and, and for the e-com game, and, and we've made people, we've done agency courses in e-com, every X needs a Y. So regardless, when you're looking at something, if you can find, again, that gap in the marketplace and realize that every X needs a Y, that's going to equal success. That's going to equal money. And this is what I mean, finding that gap, planting your flag, being the first to do it. And the next thing you know, the world comes to you. Every X needs a Y period. And that's it. It's, and I know it sounds simple and I know, right. And a lot of you might be right. Just busting your head over this, but sometimes you got to step away. 
you got a, a um, one of our one of our star students, star students, star clients. I'll call her. Um, I sat down, and, and a good example of this is I sat down um, last September with her. She she bought into our our, our course. You know, I'm I, and and I won't promote anything on here. I'm just gonna say she bought in with us, and I sat down with her for a, a meeting one day. She lived lives here in in my area, and she's talking and she's going on and on and on, and she's got fifty great ideas. And she said one idea, and I stop and and after about forty five minutes of her just going on and on and on. I stood up in the middle of a restaurant, a very nice restaurant at a marina. I stood up. I stood on a chair. I said, I want you to go outside. And I said, I want you to pick out a fucking yacht. I said, then I want you to to name that yacht. I said, because if you don't take action on this one idea and take the rest of the ideas and throw them out, put them on the back burner. If you don't take action on it, somebody like me is going to take action on it and I'm going to buy that yacht. I'm going to put that name on it. I'm going to invite you down to this marina. We're going to drive it and then I'm going to look at you and go, what do you think of my new yacht? She she acted (laughs) on it. She acted on it. She ended up signing a $263,000 contract uh 12 month contract with a revenue with a multi-billion dollar company a two hundred sixty three thousand dollar consulting contract with a multi-billion dollar company with a revenue share on top of a multi-million dollar back end for herself again this is a multi-billion dollar company that she signed up with i right and and three months later Right. I can't, I can't be more proud of this woman. And I just did a live on her um, yesterday. Um, you know, she this woman has like is laser focused now. She calls me now just to for me to give her that kick in the butt to to get her back on track. And that's what I help. That's what I help her do. And in the end, though, again, I got rid of what I call the white noise for her. And I put it into perspective that right. somebody like me who is laser focused will look at something like that or will hear it or may have that same idea as she has. I will act upon it now by putting everything else aside and then I will run with it. She will now be in this multi-billion dollar industry. She will be the expert in this multi-billion dollar industry that will just, she's over the next 12 months, she's going to blow up. And our push for her now is to hit eight digits because I know her multi, I know her, her contract on the back end and ultimately she could hit eight digits within the next 12 months going from, going from zero. She had a great idea, a gap in the marketplace, a great idea. I told her to fill that gap in the marketplace. She really right told her X needs Y. She found she knew the X, the X and the Y. She knew what that was. She planted her flag and now she's positioning herself as an expert. 
She's positioning herself with a book deal. She's positioning herself in this organization as the go-to person, as a separate entity of the organization, as a go-to person. And like I said, with a back-end revenue share that could see upwards of close eight. Our push is eight digits for her. Our push is eight digits. So again, I want it to be life-changing for people. And I'm not... I'm not a pretty guy sometimes. I'm not I'm not the the person that, you know, gives you the high five and hug every day. I I won't be that person. I won't. No. No, but what you did too and, and one of the takeaways I took from that story there Joe is that I love how you stood up on the chair, <laughs> told her to pick out a yacht. Seriously, it kind of no, yeah. seriously, it solidified yeah her idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got 50 ideas on here. Whoa. Mm-hmm. All right. You nailed it on that one yeah. here. Now what I want you to do, it's like, it's taking it to the next level. Yeah. It's cementing and it's giving you a way to say, you know what? Yeah. No shiny objects anymore. Yeah. I've got the one and this is the end goal. Even if it wasn't her to get a yacht, yeah. it's still that yeah. metaphor of yeah. pick out a yeah. yacht, put a name on it because that's going to be the end result of you following and focusing on this one idea. Yeah. And look what it's done fantastic yeah. for. I mean, that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did she have any prior business success on anything she, else she her, did? Or no. She she, well, I mean, she she had an agency. Her agency was doing maybe $50,000 a year. That was it. Nothing wow. Nothing spectacular. Nothing spectacular. Nothing, right? And and her, right? And she she came to came to us through the group. She came to us and she contacted me and said, "Hey, I need focus. I need this. I need that." And I look, okay, not a problem. Let's let's follow through. Hey, I want to set up a you know. Let's meet. Absolutely. And and again, um, if 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 somebody's in town and says they want to meet, I'll sit down with them. But in the end, you're again, you're not going to hear how great you are and how that you're not unique. You're not unique. You're not an individual. You're not. Uh, this is almost going back. I, maybe my big takeaways in life have been from crazy movies and stuff like this, you know, and 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 just coming from uh, the movie Fight Club. You're not a unique individual. You're just another cog. Right. You're just another cog in the wheel and either you're going to do it or the next person is going to do it. Cause I can tell you if you have that idea, so do 20 other people, but who is the one who's going to separate themselves and act on it first? Who's going to, right. And again, she just had 50 things going on and I was just, I, and it, you know, and, and it was almost the proverbial slap in the face. Right. And, and I'm standing up on a chair in a decent restaurant and yelling at this woman and she will admit I started yelling at her and I'm pointing, right? And I'm pointing at her, pointing at a yacht and pointing at her going, that's going to be mine and not yours. You want to change your family's life? Well, guess the F what? The only way you're going to do it is if you get all that other BS out of your head and you start now. And boy, she did. And I'm I, again, I'm so proud of her. She gets a trophy. She worked hard. She get yeah. the trophy. <laughs> she, she, really, she she took action on what you yeah. told her and implemented yeah, it. I mean, she did. She did. That's great. I mean, what you just shared there was uh, you just. I mean, accountability is so yeah. huge, Joe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it, it 
that accountability, that kick in the butt, we all need that at times. You know, we, we motivate ourselves the best we can. And sometimes you need that extra outside someone that's holding you to the fire saying, Hey, you said you're going to do this. You committed to this. You were going to do this, you know? I really think Brian, we've, we've come to a point in, in, in the worldwide view of things, we've come to a point where we've become a brittle society. And that brittle society is, ooh, I don't want to offend you. Ooh, I, uh, I don't want, you know, I don't want to upset you or this or that. And, and sometimes I'm not the most politically correct person. And again, when you sit down with it, it's love me or hate me. I don't really care. In the end, right, right. there's going to be some things if you listen, you're going you're gonna to get to that next level. I, you can take away... Uh, all the other stuff I talk about, but if, if there's a point in my lives or in my discussions that you take away from it, I don't care if you love me or hate me. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make people a, a life-changing decision. I'm here to motivate you. I'm here to get, and again, it's 99% mindset. I'm here to get your mind right. I'm here to get you focused because We've been fed, again, through social media. We've been fed through this brittleness of the world, this political correctness. We've been fed all this stuff. And now all of a sudden, we're just, we're, 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 we're tipsy or turvy. And sometimes it just takes somebody to come in and, and again, give you that proverbial slap in the face and go, wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to act and do, and it's not going to be somebody going, you know, this life coach going, you're great. You're this, you're that. No, you're not a unique individual. You're great when you can do what? When you can change your life, when you can change your family's life, when you get right. And I don't care where your goals are at. That's when you start achieving your own greatness and you can feel good about yourself. Start changing your life. Start realizing you got to get focused. You got to motivate yourself. You're not always going to have the Joe Barneses or the Gary Vaynerchuks or, you know, anybody else out there on your side. You got to be able to understand how to do it yourself. Yep, absolutely. Now, in this journey from zero to hero, Joe, what would be like one of the biggest obstacles that you had to come overcome, like something that you basically you would look at as a failure and what lesson did you learn from that? Wow. Um, <laughs> I know there's a lot to choose from, but I, I guess um, the biggest in a kind of the biggest obstacle I had to overcome was realizing that my worst enemies were or was at the time my family and and I really begrudged them for this. And, and I did. I, I'm not going to kid you. Like some of the stuff that I, I heard, I was like, I wouldn't wish on my own worst enemy. And I, I, again, in the end, I was told, you know, I was told I don't ha I don't have the 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 I'm a, I'm a high school graduate. That's it. I'm a high school graduate. I was told I don't have the brains or the know-how to run a million dollar business. I was told that I need to go get a job and just um, at the time pay my child support. 
Um, see your kids every other weekend. I was told that I was foolish. I was told, um, again, you name it, just any kind of negative negative thing you could possibly hear. I was hearing this from the people that said they loved me. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I begrudged those people and I withdrew and I withdrew myself from these people and I would and never coming back at them and yelling or screaming or anything like that, but just withdrew myself from these people to the point of of real separation to where even today I'm separated from my family because they still can't under a lot of a lot of them. They still can't understand it. And and I guess I really wish I would have handled it differently at the time and said, hey, look, you know, this is my path. This is what I choose to do. Whether I succeed or whether I fail doesn't really make a difference to you in your life. But I've separated myself so much that I really don't have contact with um, family members. And at this point in the game, I'm okay with it. And But now my family members, you're going to kind of laugh at this, because of my position in my life are almost, um, are almost to a point to being a little scared to talk to me. Um, a lot of times, and, and I have a personal assistant, a lot of times that they have to schedule time to talk to me. And even though they're a family member, I might be busy, but I've got to find that time to sit down and talk with them. And then there's, after a certain point in my day, I just won't take phone calls. And I don't really, and again, it better be a, a, a emergency, but they have it now. They're, I, I think I really tra- trained my family members to go, look, I don't need to talk to you anymore. And, and that's pushed them away. But in the end, um, in the end, it was for the better for myself to be able to get where I needed to be. But it has, it, it's kind of a blessing and a curse at the same time. So I wish, again, if I handled it differently by saying, you know, by saying, look, this is, these are my choices. And, and really what I need right now, regardless of what you think, I really re- need right now is your support. Because I will get through this. And whether I succeed or, again, like I said, if I succeed or if I fail, that's on me. It's not going to affect your life. And that's something that I wish I would have put on the front side to all this. Yeah, that's that that that's a tough conversation to have, and I, I'm sure yeah. you you will make amends, yeah. and you guys will talk about it, yeah. and you'll be able to share that. You yeah. know, hey, I wish I would have at this point, but but yeah, it's it's a tough choice. But mm-hmm. like you said, it, it's your life, it's your dream, yeah. and you need to follow that, yeah, and not somebody else's idea of what you should be doing or what's right for you because obviously you, you, you're on a great path now. You're, you're built a great business. You've got the next thing going on yeah. with your cousin and Anthony. That's yeah. going to be tremendous. I know. And you guys yeah. are just on fire, man. You are just, you're on the rocket ship. You got that hockey <laughs> stick launch, man. We are definitely ready. We're definitely ready. And, and, and I think, and hopefully, and again, you're to your listeners, you know, understand that we have it. We have a map. You know, a lot of people go into this. They don't have a map. They don't know what it is. And I know what my goals are by the time I'm 57 years old. I know where I want to be in my life. So ultimately, 
I have between now, I mean, 10 years, I have my next 10 years mapped out. And that's my blueprint. Fantastic. And there is, you know, cryptocurrency or the next greatest thing isn't going to change what my map is. And, and that's why I say a true captain navigates his course before he ever leaves, leaves the dock. My course has been navigated and, and I'm setting sail right now. So there's nothing out there, you know, the next get rich quick. There's no get rich quick. There's nothing out there that is going to stray me from my or, or, or circum, make me circumvent the globe in a different way. There's nothing out there that's going to do this. There's no, nobody's going to come to me and go, Hey, I got this great business idea. Awesome. Good for you, man. Take it to the next person because my map is already made. My, my path is already set for 10 years. And, and again, seasoned as, as we are, Brian, you know, at, at our point in life, we can't stray. We can't stray from this map. We don't have time. We don't have time. You know, our, our limiting, our limiting constraint, you know, our limiting constraints is time. Now at this point in the game is time. Yeah. So if you're going, if you're that person who gets derailed, you better, you better hook up with somebody. You better pony up. And, and I just put an email up, you know, uh, an email out. It's time to put your big boy undies on. You better pony up. You better put those big boy undies on. You yep. better get with somebody who's going to keep you on the right track. And if that means you've got to spend money, if that means you have, you're, if you're not going to get, if you know you're the type of person that's not going to get there without the help and guidance of somebody else, then you better pony up. Because you haven't done it, you haven't done it th- thus far. The chances are, if you know you're that person, and you can't keep yourself from keeping focused or laser focused, then you better pony up. And that's basically that's really it, man. That's really it. No, I I hear you. A best friend of mine, uh, Todd Wright. We get together often, and we do our little mastermind mm-hmm. meeting. Mm-hmm. Kind of like probably with you mm-hmm. do with your cousin and probably with Anthony now, and, you know, because we're like-minded, but he would be driving with his son at times and his like, son would go to him, dad, what's your hurry? You know, and we went to high school together. So we've been friends since high school. So you're talking shoot back in 1980, right. man. Right, so, right, right. Um, he's like, he goes to his son. He goes, Curtis, I don't have time. I don't have time <laughs> like you. I've got to get stuff done, man. Yep. You know, and it's, yep. it's just the fact that, hey, we, we, we got to cut out the clutter yeah. and get more focused and start doing stuff that's going to really, really make a difference. Right. Now, I know we've been chatting. I could chat with you for, for hours and hours, Joe. I love this conversation. So I got a few more questions I want to yeah, go ahead. over here with you. Go ahead. I got before we yeah. free up, bud. Um, one of the things I saw in your videos, and I like it because it's, it's something that I have a belief in too. And you did a great video on this. And some people are going to scoff at this or whatever. I don't care because right now there's science to start backing this up. And what I'm talking about is the law of attraction. Yes. And I saw one of your videos and I, I can't remember what point it was, how recent it was. Um, but you did a great Facebook video and you talked about why the law of attraction doesn't work for most people and what was missing and why it works for you and, and why it works for others. Could you share with the audience? Because I think the law of attraction is so powerful. It's not woo-woo. It's science. 
It's what? <laughs> how do people apply it so it actually works in their life? Well, for again, it goes to a mindset. Um, here's here's my belief in all this, and and again, you you're saying it right now. We are backing this up now with science, right? We're all on this vibrational frequency, and ultimately, I mean. In, in the end, we're on this vibrational frequency. We know we're electricity. And I will tell you, whether you believe in God, the universe, whatever the case may be, you have to understand one thing. Whatever we want is already there. How are we going, right? How do we get to that point? If it's money that you want, that money is already there. How are you going to get there? You have to get on that same frequency. One of the things I found out to getting to this path was if it's too difficult, it's not right. It's the universe or God or aliens, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it, what it's telling you is that you're on the wrong path. You need to readjust your path slightly to get on to that same frequency as it is, is whatever you want. A good, for instance, is we, Jason and I, we're we're very um, edgy, cutting edge type guys. We wanted to be, we, we've, uh, and again, being family and same mind, you know, that same like-mindedness, we've always wanted to, we, we want to be rich, but we want to be able to take care of our family and, you know, again, we, how are you going to be wealthy? Well, you've got to be around, you know, again, you are those five people you hang around. Jason in September listened to a podcast video or a podcast video, a podcast show on moving to Puerto Rico to take advantage of the 4% taxes um, on companies and 0% disbursement um, for moving to Puerto, moving your business to Puerto Rico. All the billionaires are moving there. And I believe Dumas, I believe Dumas just moved there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, John Lee Dumas is <laughs> yeah. from Puerto Rico. He's down there. Yeah, he's been there for a little bit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right? He listened to a, um, he listened to a show. I believe it was Joe Rogan's podcast. And I can't remember the gentleman that was on there. Telling business owners, you need to move to Puerto Rico, guys. Within 48 hours of Jason telling me this, I said, handle it. It was, we, I don't I don't know why or what happened. He told his dad about this and his dad said, well, that's funny because the um, gentleman I work with, his son lives in Puerto Rico and moved there for the same reason. Let me get in contact with him and find out how he did it. He got in contact with the gentleman. The gentleman got in contact with his son and the son said, I use this lawyer. Here's the number. The number got back to us. And within 30 days, our business was moved to Puerto Rico. Oh, that wow. quick. We put it out that we've always put it out there that hey, we want to be very successful. We want to be around these people. We want to hang around this type of crowd. And in the end, 
It just, that path was so simple. It just happened. Within 30 days, we acted, it happened, and we didn't say, well, what if we, you know, what is, we didn't question it. We didn't, we didn't say, well, what happens if the government, you know, does away with it? Well, if the government does away with it, we move, we move back to, you know, we move back to the United States. We move our business. It doesn't matter. We don't overthink the process. We just let it happen naturally. And once we let it happen naturally, if there is a roadblock that comes into this process, we ask ourselves, is this the right path? Again, we know, we, we always ask ourselves this question. If it's too difficult, it's not right. Is this too difficult? And if it is too difficult, we readjust our path. We, you know, slightly move it to get to where, you know, if we're at point A to get to where our point B is. Again, it's being on, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Brian, I, I, at night, um, YouTube, we're all on this, uh, and I can't remember the frequency. I have it on my YouTube, um, but it's, I go to sleep with this frequency ringing in my ear. And I fall asleep, and I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it keeps my own mind in that zone subconsciously, subconsciously to be on these frequencies. Because honestly, meeting Anthony Airy, everything has happened so easily. We met Anthony. Anthony was in a. Uh, he was in a. We we met Anthony at um, through uh, uh, through one of our uh, uh, software platforms. We meet Anthony. We sit down with dinner for Anthony. Anthony tells us he wants to do something, and then we look at Anthony and say, "Well, that's funny because we want to do that too." So all of a sudden we start talking, and all of a sudden our ideas collide. And, and we're just going, wow, this is this is for a reason. This happened for a reason. And we just keep acting on what is so easy. There hasn't been anything difficult in this process from September till now. And we just did a, a, a um, we just put another company together. And ultimately from September till now, it the process has just been easy and simple. And the ideas just come and, and it's, it's like once I, I really believe that once you're on that frequency and you stop fighting it, you stop, right. You, 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 again, you triple down on what you're good at and what you're, what you're not good at, just get rid of it. You triple down on it, that path just opens up for you. And again, that Everything that you want is already there. It's just finding that path that's going to get you there as fast as possible. And a lot of people out there, they get on that path and they, they hit that obstacle. They want to fight the obstacle. I don't fight the obstacle. I say, okay, how do I get around the obstacle? How do I get over the obstacle? I don't want to solve the obstacle. I don't. That obstacle is there for a reason. I don't need to solve it. I need to find a different way. I need, I need to forget about that and just find a different way to get to my point My point B. That's it. And nine out of, 90, 99% yeah. of the time, I'm going to tell you, Brian, that, that it, 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 
within 48 hours, we figure out the problem and we don't figure out the problem with the obstacle. We just figure out a new, we just figure out a new way around that obstacle. That problem is always going to exist. We just were on the wrong path. I think that's a takeaway there. So, yeah, that, that, that's important what you said there. And I think also what I took away from there, and I think it was in your video, you stretched, uh, stressed this point too under Joe is that the fact is you release it, you've set the intention, you know what you're going to do, and then you release it. You don't fight it. When an obstacle comes up, you go around it or figure out a different path and you trust that it's going to happen. You don't start doubting it. Is it going to happen? You, you basically release it. And I think that's one of the big keys of people, why the law of attraction doesn't work for them. I've never, Brian, I've never, I've never questioned that I'm going to get to my destination. I just know I'm going to get there. Again, and I think that's huge. I think yeah, that's the key yeah, right there. Yeah. Again, I mean, we can go back. We we start all of this stuff that we read that we right. Look again. You can read all the books in the world. You can read the secret all you want. If you don't believe in what is being said in it, it doesn't matter. I, I you can have shelves and shelves of all these these law of attraction books and everything like that. If you don't believe in it, Brian, it's never going to happen. I know that if if I'm in the dark and I'm going down a staircase, I put my foot down, it's going to hit the next step. It doesn't matter. I know when I'm driving down the road, I can only see 100 feet in front of me. I'm still going to keep going. It's there, there's, there's nothing there that's stopping me. All right. I know is it's going to happen, and I just trust that it will happen and I call it a day and I just move on to the next thing that I need to do. That it's it, it just, it's, it's that perpetual motion. And as long as I'm maintaining perpetual motion, my goals always get achieved. There you go. Simple formula, but you need to apply it. You need you to apply take it. action on that. You got to believe you know? in it. Applying it is, yeah. belief, is believing in it. That's really what it boils down to. You have to believe that the next step you take, that, who was it, Henry Ford, right? Uh, I believe it was Henry Ford, right? As long as you're going down the staircase, that next step you're going to take, I believe it's going to be there. That step is going to be there. That's perfect. It's funny you mentioned that. I just watched a a documentary on Henry Ford last night. Yeah. 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 It was pretty interesting. Again, there's another gentleman that had obstacles. He started mm-hmm. out, it wasn't a smooth past, no. you know, path to build Ford Motor Company, man. It was actually a Detroit something, motor association yeah. something. He had a Detroit Motor Company first and yeah. then lost it and had to start over. And, yeah. and yeah. so yeah. Yeah. it's it's tried and true. What are you doing now, Joe, that your current that currently scares you and is making you stretch? Nothing scares me, Brian. There's nothing that scares Ooh. nothing, nothing. I I, I can okay. I can I, I, and, and I'll be honest with you, nothing. I, I've overcome fear because I and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell your listeners. I believe in this, and, and this is this is what you have to. This is what separates me from everybody else. I know that everything I want is on the other side of fear. So why should I be afraid of anything? Why should I be fearful of anything that I do? Again, where I look at failure and I say to myself, I'm okay with it. I'm not afraid of it because I believe in, right? If I'm fearful of failure, I will never try to begin with. 
So right. I know, right? Again, I everything that all these memes, these inspirational memes, these, you know, everything you want is on the other side of fear. So what is there to be afraid of? Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Go back to your cliches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's true. <laughs> it's true. This is awesome. Now I want to switch gears a little bit mm-hmm. here. And I want you to share something with the listeners. You've, you've done great stuff. I love this mindset stuff, but you are an expert in Facebook. Yes. yes. Now for the listeners that are listening that are struggling and are trying to do that to generate leads or they got an e-com business, mm-hmm. or maybe they're trying to consult for somebody, what could you share that they could do different in their Facebook advertising that would help them have success to stop losing money okay. and to start making it work for here's, them. Here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to tell you. Cause this is my big push for 2018 is, is, and I, I'm glad you, I, I, I like the fact that you positioned me as an expert in Facebook, but I'm really not an expert at Facebook. I didn't, I do. I never worked for Facebook. This is what I did do. And I'll go back to the story that my company it only made $7,000. Um, we were fortunate enough to be spending enough money once a month on in Facebook, and somehow our algorithm got chose to, um, chose to get a business account representative from Facebook. Now, I look at it, some people will look at the glass as half empty. Some will look at it half full. I'm going to take the glass. I'm going to drink the water and I'm going to say, I'm, I'm an opportunist. I'm the, I'm the guy, right? You can argue over what it is all day long. I'm the guy who's going to drink it. And I've got, you know, there's opportunity everywhere. We got a business account representative who works for Facebook and re- and we were scheduling calls with her. We were allotted scheduled calls with them. Um, I believe twice a month, half hour calls or hour calls, whatever. And again, the, the, the law of attraction somehow we're businessmen. We understand business. So we spoke with this person on the back end and said, you know what? I, and I love the fact that you, you know, you are working for, and, and again, they're there. And I want people to understand out there. Any business account representative from Facebook is really a subcontractor in a very large agency that is trained by Facebook. So they don't technically work for Facebook, but they're allowed to use the Facebook name because they are specifically trained to run and know how to adjust their Facebook advertising. So what we did is we subcontracted them to build a course for us. And what we realized is everybody out there is saying they are Facebook experts, but they don't work at Facebook. And what we've noticed over the past two years is that Facebook algorithm is now changing quicker and it's changing quicker and faster than it ever has before. Now, the reason for this is because they let it be a wild west, not much different than Google when it started out. 
And then that's what sucks everybody in. And now they're starting either you're knowing what you're going you're you know what you're going to do on Facebook or you don't know what you're going to do on Facebook. One of the two. There's not going to be any in between. We had our Facebook advertising course built or done an over the shoulder step by step what we call Facebook Facebook's best business practice. This is what and how Facebook wants you to advertise on their platform. They have specific models on how you should advertise. Now, in the end, this doesn't make me an expert. This just makes me educated by somebody who's being educated from the Big Blue Social Network themselves. The beauty of it is we've maintained a working relationship with these individuals. And by maintaining a working relationship with these individuals, they're not giving proprietary, there's no proprietary information. Um, what they're giving us though is exactly what Facebook wants. And anytime that anybody in our group has a question um, about advertising on the platform, we are always able to go directly and, and I'll say that, you know, directly to, you know, we get our information directly from the horse's mouth. We're not guessing. We're not going, well, it could be. We're not going, hey, we tested it and tried this. Because people have to understand every, every, um, every campaign is different. Every audience is different. There's more to just advertising on Facebook, you know, just because I advertise on Facebook doesn't mean I'm going to become a millionaire overnight. You have to understand there's more to advertising than just that. But the advertising aspect of what we put together, and again, our proof is in the pudding by the our success stories of the people that we helped guide to, you know, we helped guide to get to that next level. It's because they've they've advertised they've advertised and putting it all again. You got to understand for your listeners is is there's more to advertising than just advertising. They put a, a, a complete um, model together in understanding their audience and understanding how people psychologically go through um, a funnel or hit your website how to advertise properly. So what they've done is taken the perfect storm or, or all these storms, put it together and they've created the perfect storm. And, and this is what we actually teach people to do is to put the perfect storm together so that they can benefit or get the best possible return on investment um, for their advertising. So to say I'm a Facebook expert, yeah, I don't work at Facebook. Do I have individuals that I have access to that work at Facebook? Absolutely, I do. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to kid you. We they we pay them. We pay you know we we use them um, you know for their information. And in the end, I'd rather I'd rather take out my again. You know, you see these people out there that are flashing their Lambos and their big houses, whereas we're taking, 
you know, this money that people have given us and we're investing back into our business by investing into the right individuals and we're able to give the right information so that the people that do invest in us, it creates wealth for them. Huge difference. Huge difference. So that's what right. separates us from everybody else out there. That's great. Now, from what you've hired and stuff, what have you learned? Can, is there a couple things you could share that someone could start implementing oh, in their Facebook advertising? Absolutely. Um, you know, first off and foremost, people people want to make adjustment. People first, oftentimes people don't understand that um, you have what's called a Goldilocks zone with your budget. Um you have to understand as much as I'd like to, you know, as much as people want to say, well, I'm going to test $5 a day. You have to understand that your market, there's individuals, we call it low hanging fruit. Then there's that, that, that Goldilocks zone where it's just right, where those individuals not only see your ad, but they buy it. The low hanging fruit or the too cold are the individual, and that's not putting enough budget into it. They'll click on your ad, but they won't purchase. So those are the individuals that are, you know, trying to, oh, I just want to spend $5 a day or $10 a day. And then you hit that just right zone. You're spending, you know, $20 a day. And then you're too hot where you're spending too much money. So you're not, see, you're not seeing a return and you're thinking, well, I'm spending a lot of money. I need to get it out in front of people where you're not really doing anything when you spend too much money. Um, the, the, uh, you know, that's number one, that's that Goldilocks zone. Number two, uh, best business practice is uh, you wanna give, you know, if you're starting out a campaign, walk away for three to five days. You know, you just gotta walk away. Too many people try to adjust their campaign within three to five days. And number one, what they gotta understand is it takes It'll take three to five days for your algorithm to even hit properly. Um, too many people think that the algorithm, you got to understand the algorithm is what we call a, uh, I call it a speeding train. So you've got this locomotive that needs to get up to speed. And that locomotive takes about three to five days to get there. That's one of the big things. Um, Another big takeaway is that algorithm is only good for about three weeks. You need to put an end date onto your campaigns. If you don't put an end date onto your campaign, your algorithm believes that it has an infinite amount of time to maximize itself. So again, it's, it's basically if I put a four-week end date onto, um, if I put a four-week end date onto my campaign, my locomotive says, it's going to take me four weeks to get to the end of the tunnel, and that's when they stop spending money. I need to maximize myself as fast as possible before I hit the end of the tunnel because that's when they stop spending money. So now it usually maximizes out between the second and third week. You're going to see your best ROI, and then you're going to start seeing a drop off around the third week. This holds ninety, probably 90% true for um, for everybody's campaign. So you have to understand that you have to give it a light at the, uh, you know, you have to let your algorithm see the light at the end of the tunnel. 
Um, another great biz- best business practice is is um, if you go to adjust any kind of uh, any kind of creative on your ads, you need to understand that you need to stop. And I'll always refer to this as a speeding train because this can be the best visual for people. You need to stop your um, you need to stop your campaign, duplicate it, make your adjustment, and then turn the new one back on. Give it a new end date. Give it another four weekend date or whatnot. But you need to make that adjustment. You need to stop it, duplicate it, and then start a new one if it's any kind of creative. Because what happens is you have this speeding train. Now, if you make an adjustment, basically what you're doing is telling that speeding train to make a 90-degree turn. What's going what's gonna to happen oh, wow. if, if okay. you have a train that weighs you know, 100 tons traveling at 70 miles an hour? If you tell it, you need to make a 90-degree turn right now, what will happen? Major derailment. <laughs> major, major derailment. Exactly. So these are the best analogies that I can put into, you know, what best business practice means for Facebook advertising. Now, the kicker of it is we were the only ones to start talking about this um, a little over a year ago. Now you're seeing people starting to talk about this. We were actually giving away our best business practice video for free. Um, I don't even know where, I mean, we've got it up online somewhere now, but we, it's a 20 minute video and it was done by our business account rep. And in the end, um, that right there was giving more information to people than most of these people out there who claim themselves to be Facebook experts. It gave them more information than they are, were giving in entire courses that we were giving away for free. Wow. And and we were having people that that you know did Facebook advertising for years come to us go wow I didn't know that 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 was incredible like that video was just complete everything was a complete takeaway and um, so yeah those are a few things right there that's awesome. understand understand I know I know understand though this is an eighty billion dollar a year industry. And it's going to do one of two things. It's either going to eat your money or feed you like a king. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. So you need to educate yourself on an $80 billion a year industry. And you better educate yourself properly because if not, you're just going to be sitting. You're going to sit at the sidelines. It's going to come to a point. You're going to be sitting at the sidelines. And to be a contender in this game, you're going to be spending, and you need to get this in your head, you're going to be spending $1,000 a day. There's going to come a point you're going to spend a thousand dollars a day to be a contender in this game. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. So kind of like a little recap then. So when someone does Facebook ads, they're going to want to set an end date so that mm-hmm. train knows when it's going to stop. You should yes. probably do it for a minimum of, of two to maybe three weeks, right? If you're doing a testing no. period. Uh, no, 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 no. Set it for four weeks. Oh, set, set it, it for, for four okay. weeks. Okay. Set it for four weeks. Yes. Yes. Set it for four weeks. What's a realistic dollar per day just for the test phase before you decide to kill the campaign or to scale it up? What would you say realistically someone should be spending? Well, if you're not, if you're not, realistically, Facebook will tell you exactly what you need to start spending with. So when I put right, Facebook's going to let you know, is going to say, 
you need to start spending with, you know, $15 or $14 or $20 a day. They're going to deliberately put you into your Goldilocks zone. What, what people say in their head is, oh my God, I don't want to spend $20 a day. I just want to test this. So I'm going to spend $5 a day. Well, all you're doing then is just going against the grain of what really Facebook, I mean, Facebook wants you to make money because they want to keep making money from you. Right. So now you're going against the grain and what you're actually doing is, is putting yourself into that too cold in that Goldilocks zone. You're putting it into that too cold where you're putting it in front of people who are never going to buy. They're, they're just low budget. You have to be able to put it into the zone where you're able to compete you're able to compete for that ad position. Remember, every time you see an ad, that's an open slot or a position for somebody to get into. Now, the person, the person with the best creative, the person with the best image, you got three things to worry about. You got creative, you got headline, and you got image or video. The person that is the best creative, the best image, the best headline, on top of being the most concise of um, the most concise as far as their audience is going to fill that position. The relevant score of being seven or better, you're gonna, that's about the best price and you're going to get the best position for that ad. If you start getting six or below, shut it down. And you, and that's going to come in after 500, um, I believe it's 500 views or whatnot. So it's going to take a few days to get those views. But if you've got a relevance of six or less, kill it. Some people, uh, there are, you know, exceptions to the rule. But in the end, just starting out, you're going to have to change. If it's six or below on a relevance, you're going to have to change a creative. You might have to be more specific on your audience because you got to remember you're competing against hundreds or thousands of other people for that position. Right. No, that's, that's great. I appreciate you sharing that because that's going to make a huge difference to have those, those factors. So one of the things is then let Facebook tell you the dollar amount. Once you set your parameters of your beginning and end date and all your other yeah. ad stuff, whatever it tells you, because they're telling you the best Goldilocks amount mm -hmm. you should be Right, so you can go with their their recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Because I'm sure people don't do that. They go with the five dollars and they don't yeah. realize how important it is. So, yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that stuff, Joe. That's 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 great. Awesome, awesome. Okay, before I ask the last question, mm -hmm. anybody in the audience that wants to reach out, connect with you, learn more, find out what you guys are teaching, maybe get involved in your programs, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Right now, I mean, right now our. Um, we're actually, we have our group Facebook advertising for Jedi entrepreneurs. Um, I am a Star Wars fan. So uh, I know I love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a seventies child and that was the greatest thing ever. And like I said, when I go to Toys R Us with my kids, we end up over in the, in the Star Wars section, but um, Facebook advertising for Jedi entrepreneurs. And we have a lot of some extremely intelligent individuals in the group giving free information, be it agency, be it e-com. Uh, and, and we only allow certain people to uh, post in the group. But what we don't want people to do in as brash 
as I may be, I don't want you to be afraid to ask a question. I want you to ask a question. I want you to ask questions. Because if you have the question, I can tell you a hundred other people do. Uh, with regards to that, again, you might see some of my videos and you might, oh my God, this guy's brash. This guy's going to yell at me. And I'm not. I, I, I won't, I promise. What, what, what I do get upset at is people who don't ask the questions and then they come, you know, you get somebody else who comes in and they post something and I'm just, you know, it was like a big thing was cryptocurrency a couple weeks ago. Somebody came into the, you know, somebody started, my group started talking a little bit too much about cryptocurrency. And I'm like, you want cryptocurrency, go to a cryptocurrency group. But that's your problem is this is not a cryptocurrency group. I'm focused on one thing, Facebook advertising, period, in the subject you want to get your agency better, this is what you're going to do. You want to get your course better, this is what you're going to do. You want to get your e-com better, this is what you're going to do. This is what I focus on. You want cryptocurrency, and if, again, you know, the 18,000 or 17, 18,000 or so people that are in the group, if they want, that's their problem. If they're not focused on what it is they're there for, then you don't need to be in there. That's all it is, plain and simple. But if the, again, if, if you want to compete in an eighty billion dollar a year industry, you better you better you better get your game face on. That's all I got to tell people. You better get your game face on. No, and and I appreciate it. I can vouch for that because I have asked a question in the group and you have responded. So yeah, yeah, you're great. You tell it like it is. You, you're not bashing people, but yeah. you will be direct. Yeah. And you will tell them what, what needs to be done. So, no, I appreciate it. It's a great group. I've, I've got the privilege to, to be in that. Awesome. So I love going through there and, and connecting with you on Facebook. Like I said, I enjoy your videos and stuff that you have on there and your, I guess it's your personal, I guess it's under your name, but maybe not. It's the, I guess it's the Facebook Jedi master. Oh, um, cause I know you got a few groups. Uh, well, you got a few, yeah, a few groups well, or something. well, I, I mean, our folk, our main group is the um, Facebook advertising for Jedi entrepreneurs. My personal and, and understand we know how to build groups organically without trying to snag people from other groups. I don't, I don't okay. believe, I don't believe in spamming. Um, and that's right. not how I try to get people into my group, but I do know how to build groups organically. My personal page, I do put, um, I get a lot of friend requests from people around the world. So if they want to really know where I'm at and what I'm doing, I'm most social and most active within that group. Um, so I do put, you know, I put that have, or the uh, banner onto my personal page and th it's my business. It's my life. This, right. you know, the, this is my tribe. And, and I, I, again, I love my tribe and I want everybody to be successful in it. And that's my tribe. That's what I believe. Yeah, no, you're, you're, yeah. you're doing a good job with it. So awesome. I commend you on Thank that. You. Kudos, bud. Thank you. We'll put a link in the show notes so people can go to that uh, group there and, and check it out and uh, get involved and, Absolutely. and learn some great stuff. Final question for you, bud. Yeah. Let me ask you, what is a final message you'd like to leave with the mindset family? Wow. Um, I'm going to, uh, I want to tell everybody out there that I've been there, right? If you're struggling, if you are, you know, you feel you can't do it. If you feel you hit a brick wall, if you feel, you know, you're, 
your your friends or your family are against you. I've been there. I was the epitome of the person, you know, and and this sounds this sounds like such a uh, uh, same story from just a different person, but I was there. I documented it. No money, no car, you know, wife. I was a country song and, and I was, I was, I was a country song. Um, and uh, I, I want to tell everybody out there, I, I was paying a hundred. I, I couldn't even afford it either. I, I was scraping money a hundred dollars a week to sleep on somebody's couch and to have them drive me to work every day just so I could, you know, so I could get to work and make some money. Um, it's never, you can't let that get you. You have to shift your mindset and you have to shift your focus on what it is you want, even though you're in that position. You can do it, but you can't do it if you maintain or are constantly telling the story to the outside world, oh, I sleep uh, on somebody's couch or this person drives me to work. Don't, you gotta, you gotta humble yourself at that point and understand that's the position I'm in today. But if you have that mindset, you have that drive that in the three D's drive determination and discipline to get yourself out of there. Understand you will get yourself out of there. I ate ramen noodles. I again, slept on a couch. I didn't have a car. I had zero money, zero money. And I still made it happen. And in the end, I changed my life because I wanted to, and not because of what anybody else wanted me to do. Perfect. Those are great parting words. And uh, everybody's got to follow your story. I mean, you are a testament to applying the mindset to going out and learning the knowledge, acquiring what needs to be done, and having huge, great goals that are your shining North Star to keep you going when failure um, you know, arises, as it yes. will. And to not be afraid of it, like you said, I think is one of one of the. I mean, there's a lot of takeaways, but one of the big takeaways is failure is going to happen. And you've learned. You you flat out when I asked you that question, I have no fear. I love it. It was so definite. So and and I think that's one of the big keys to your success. Obviously, there's other factors, but Joe, you've got this drive, this determination, and this confidence that's not arrogant, yeah. but just confident in yourself and your abilities and i love it and i mean what you've done over this period of time and the zero to hero and what you're creating now with your uh cousin jason and yeah. anthony and like i said you're just you're skyrocketing bud and you're taking a lot of people with you and you're benefiting and i just appreciate you uh, i'm glad i finally got to connect with you further and, and really get a chance to talk with you here um and i just encourage my audience to reach out get connected with you, learn from you. And like I said, if you can't handle the, the straight up honest, true stuff, well put on your big boy pants or your big girl pants or suck it up or, or go find somebody that's going to tell you rainbows and unicorns yeah. if that's your yeah. style, but you're not going to get the results like Joe's, um, 
you know, his his followers are his tribe are getting results because he doesn't fluff yeah. it up. He's telling you the truth. He's telling you what it takes. And if you apply what he tells you and listen to it, you're going to get yeah. results. So, Joe, I want to thank you so much for coming on. You shared some great awesome. stuff. This has been awesome. Everybody for listening, thank you so much. I love you guys. And until next time, I wish you guys a brilliant life. Thank you. Bye-bye.